Welcome to the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global vacation and short-term rental industry. I'm Mateo Bradford. And I'm John Stokinger. And this is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside view and take on the short-term rental industry like no other podcast can. This season of the No BS Pod is proudly brought to you by our friends Beyond and Costco. Beyond offers you the tools you need to get, grow, and optimize your revenue. And Casago's best-in-class tech streamlines operations for the local traditional vacation rental management company, making them the local heroes with a global presence. Our podcast is not possible without the generosity of our sponsors. Make sure to check out their exclusive offers specifically geared for our No BS listeners. More Mateo, how are you? As usual, John, I'm fantastic. Another day in the podcast world. Another yeah. day here with you. Uh, what else could be better? Aw, uh-huh. The uh, uh, anyway, I'm on vacation and I'm uh, I'm staycationing. We're not really going anywhere. We get this old dog and doesn't really travel well, and we're just kind of doing our thing. So, um, you know, I'm actually unplugging for the most part. I'm doing this podcast. And I'm doing a couple. I I think I'm turning in some expenses. Other than that, I'm doing absolutely nothing other than relaxing and spending time with the family. I don't, I just, by the way, I don't believe you. FYI, I know you're on vacation. I believe you're on a staycation, but you're like probably building another room in your house or doing shit like that. Cause last time you said you went on vacation, you gutted the kitchen. You did like <laughs> probably filmed an episode of like how to remodel your home and yeah, no, where I, you live. Yeah. What are you doing for real? Seriously. I, I don't truly nothing. It's, it's good. While he's actively podcasting. I, I, right. I, I am active. Right. He's on vacation. Oh, well, plugged, I in and po- plugged in and podcasting. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, this is a highlight of my week. So I, I wasn't going to go ahead and be like, eh, no, I'm not going to do this. With that said, I we have two amazing guests. We've been dying to get them on the show. I think they, we, we invited them earlier, then they postponed and, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't it's okay. I don't, think but, I don't think we were cool enough yet. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. We'll, 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 we'll dig, it. We'll dig it to that. We're getting roasted for it in the start. That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> we'll well, we've, been ex- we've been excited. We went, okay. actually, I wanted to have you on for a long time. So I had to come off vacation for this one, too. Okay. Aww. Thank you, guys. Season three, episode nine, or episode 69, dude. Just head We're to here for it. We're here for it. <laughs> we have Annette Grant and Sarah Kara Kayan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You got it. Right? You hey. nailed it. Well, I want to let you know that I did go ahead and spell it phonetically uh, <laughs> on a piece of paper, and I looked at it when I said it, but I, you know. Yeah, whatever works. You know, three women's names. Yes, Kara K. Ann. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're excited. Thanks for visiting, gals, or joining us today. Thanks for visiting. Thanks for having us. pleasure. Yeah. So as you're aware, our, our podcast flow, which is, it's just a conversation that there's no prep. We just want to go ahead and talk to you. We want to know about you. We want to know, like, we want to get into, you know, first of all, you just got back from the podcast movement. So we want to talk all about that. We want to nerd out and geek out on some podcast shit. But mm-hmm. I really want to dive into, like, how the hell do you get, like, your short-term rental owners, your short-term rental operators, but you turn this into like this, like the brand, one of like just a handful of podcast brands that are absolutely friggin' crushing it in our space, you know, for Airbnb, short-term rental, you know, tips and tricks, whatever you want to call it. Like, how, I don't know how you do that. You know, I'm looking at, at both of your, you know, where do you, like, you, you know, you're in nesters. <laughs> I'm looking at like, 
doing like all these so you're as you're a supervisor at the Langham. Um, <laughs> like I've indeed, you know, this is Sarah, you know, and I could go over to, you know, Annette. No, no, uh, mine will not be. Too, not I don't know. Uh, and that's even more random. She has yeah. a post, but I'll, I'll air her dirty laundry yeah. right here. Like, oh, my, my work. What the hell is <laughs> Tribe Vest? Oh. But I want to hear all about it. Yeah. It's a group investing platform. Honestly, for your listeners, please, um, Sarah and I will give you a link. We are affiliates for them, but because it's something that we believe in, just like um, we love the shared economy, like Airbnb, TribeVest is um, you would get your group of friends together. And it's a platform where you can all um, pool your funds and invest in whatever that may be. We like to invest in real estate. So that's what I do on TribeVest. But if you wanted to, you know, buy a restaurant or maybe just save for a family vacation, but really it's a great platform. It keeps everything transparent. It is the the new wave of investing. So you can pool your funds with your tribe, whoever that may be, friends, family, network. Yeah. So please just check that out. It's definitely a great way for, for everyone to get investing faster, you know, you get more leverage with um, pooling your funds. So, yeah. So I, I definitely want your dirty laundry because that's more recent. And, and yeah, I'll, I've got lots like how, how do you come into like what makes you go? You know what? Let's let's start a podcast. All right. Well, we'll we'll get into it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Because it started with Annette. Yeah. I'll give her all the credit. This is my third podcast. So um, sometimes the first ones don't work out. Um, they are still going, though. I'm just not co-hosting. But um, I actually... I went to a marketing event in Southern California when I got I got fired from a company. I say got quit from a company that I'd helped build. They'll probably do, um, I don't know, probably 20 million this year. But um, it was version 2.0. I got I got quit and I was like, what's next? I went to, I was like, you know what? I've never, I've always done operations. I've never done marketing. And a podcast was something I listened to every day when that job got really tough. That that host was in my in my ears, kind of like my buddy. And I was just, it was a medium that I loved. And I went to um, this event and she was like, by the time you leave, you're going to have a new business. And it was like, what's the number one thing your friends, family, and acquaintances asked me about? And at that point in time, I was doing Airbnb on the side to figure out what my next move was. And I was like, wait, everyone asked me about Airbnb, short-term rentals, everybody, like literally everybody. And nobody asked me about my past amazing careers that I had crushed in and they wanted to know about this. And I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. Uh, that was going to be the marketing. And I started it actually, but I was too nervous to um, get on the microphone by myself. And I had, who is now our CMO, he would kind of just be our co-host. And he got the first like three or four episodes rolling with me. And then I did a full day of guests to have guests on the show. I had um, cyber stalked in a lovingly way, Sarah. She had just moved to Columbus, Ohio from New York City. She had um, sold her short-term rental there. I sat down next to her very um, purposefully at a city council meeting, asked her for her phone number. You're totally creeping, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. It's lit right here now. It worked out. Got her phone number because I asked her if she would be a guest on my podcast. And she was a guest on my podcast. That said podcast never aired because I was getting like 12 in the in the bucket. So I had, you know, them recorded and ready to roll. Our podcast, which I'm going to have to bring in all the archives. It was so wonderful to chat with her that first time because I, at the time, was partnering with a real estate developer and did not own the property. And we were doing profit sharing. And Sarah and her husband are real estate investors and, and flippers. And they... Um, you know, they had a different story than me. So it was her and I 
I mean, that podcast episode, well, theoretically, it's gone on like three and a half years now because it's never ended. But afterwards, I was like, do you want to do this with me? We have no idea how it actually started, how I actually invited her to start a business and a podcast with me. But honestly, she was a guest on my show. And I scrapped that whole other show to start Thanks for Visiting with Sarah. So she was that's, that was it. She was. Yeah. With three women last names. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was. And but but that's um kind of a a message to the listeners is just start. I just started my short-term rental, had no idea what I was gonna do. I just started the podcast, literally had no idea where it was gonna go or what it was what it was gonna do. But um I started. And I just told Lynette. So when she met me, I was blogging, like a DIY blogger. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard for me to stay consistent because I don't, I don't, if I'm honest with myself, I don't love writing. I loved like projects and construction, but I didn't love, and I also don't love DIY, to be honest with you guys now. I can be completely honest. Um, I'm like, why am I spending five days making a coffee table when I could just buy it for $60? But that's a different <laughs> story. But I told Annette, yes, let's do this, but we have to stay consistent. Like if we're going to say that we're going to do this once a month, we do it once a month. If we're going to say we do it once a week, we're doing it once a week. We said once a week and we maybe missed once. I think we missed, we've missed once since we started and it it hurt. Like, yeah, it feels like it's still embarrassing to say. I want to admit it to you, but I'm going to admit to your listeners because it's like, even when you put a goal, just get back on the horse, you know, because I think that was years ago that we missed those episodes Mm -hmm. and we haven't since. So consistency, because you asked like, you know, how it's like you just say you're going to do something and then commit to yourself. Most important person, honestly, it's like the oxygen mask effect. If you'd like to carry yourself and what you say you're going to do. We've now helped so many people find their purpose or that short-term rentals aren't for them. They can pivot and do something else. I feel really good knowing that our commitment to this has led to um, affecting a lot of people's, you know, lives or hobbies or new careers and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, it's amazing. And, you know, I, we hear some stories. I mean, not the fact that we're like affecting like positively, but at least that they're listening to us. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> the, uh, but I, I think it's amazing. Can you, can you jump back in time though, before, you know, that Annette met you? or stalked you, uh, you know, how do you, how did you and your husband get into, you know, get into what you're doing? Like, like what, what made you excited about flipping or investing? And yeah, I, my, in my previous life, ever since I was little, I wanted to be an actor and I was, I moved to New York city and I was a paid performer. I sang and danced and acted, um, on the New York stages and I did a lot of touring, But it was something that was very much out of my control. Like to be insanely talented is like baseline in New York. So the fact that you're talented, it's like, congratulations. So is everybody else. Uh, And so no matter how much I spent on, I'll never forget the day where I had a big callback for a lead role in a Broadway show. I mean, it was like my sixth callback. Like it was a series of callbacks. I invested in my, all my voice coaches, my acting coaches. I saw the show a couple of times. I, like I invested like three or $4,000. And then I didn't get the part. And I was just looking at like it from a business perspective, like the ROI on that and years of doing this. I mean, I had some success, obviously, but if you took all those years and did the ROI on it, like it wasn't great. And I, could, and I couldn't control it. And I, want, I wanted control. Um, I want to work hard and see the fruits of my labor if I just stay consistent. And performing does not offer you that. So I don't know why my husband did, but he had, he's like, hey, you need to read this book. And it was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I'll never forget being on that end train, reading that book and being like, the f- am I doing? <laughs> you could saw it here. We're okay with that. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, 
oh my God. And then it's like, oh, if I make this pretty and I, and I make sure that I'm making things pretty that are actually profitable, then we can be successful. And so there's a property in Queens that I walked by and I was like, I don't know how on my like actor salary and my husband was, he went to school, he's a master's degree in architecture, but it's 2008. And so no one was hiring. Right. And but it's there, right before the recession or right. right. Oh, it was hitting. Like I'm he sorry. was, I, I had a friend who was a general manager at Planet Hollywood. And I was like, Jake, could you get my husband who was a master's <laughs> these are degree? Fa- these are facts. Facts. A job at Planet Hollywood. My husband was out in the streets with a menu saying like, hey, come inside and have cheeseburgers at Planet Hollywood in Times But Square. he is extremely charismatic. So I, I, I would say he probably crushed he his job. it. No, <laughs> he, we, we both do whatever we're doing. We do it full out. But um, anyway, read the book. There was a like it wasn't a duplex in Queens, but in Queens, it's very common to have like two houses that share a wall, but they're mm-hmm. they're fee simple houses, right? Like they're you own them entirely. Um, right. And I was like, I want that house because it had a door down to the basement. And I always say actors invented short term rentals because when you're an actor and you go on a tour, you go onto a Facebook group which you call like Gypsy Housing, and you say, Hey, um, I'm leaving for tour. You know, November through March, I need someone to take over for me. You find somebody within 30 minutes who is just going to pay your rent. You don't really cash flow on it. We don't, we weren't, we didn't think that ahead, but you just get someone to cover your rent and they sleep on your bed and they use your dresser while you're gone touring and it's easy. And so I saw that door to the basement and I was like, oh my gosh, Nick, if I could have any friend, like be our quote unquote roommate. Um, But then of course we all know 2008 is when Airbnb was launching. And so I asked, we fix it up. We bought the house. We bought it on um, FHA financing. We borrowed money from Nick's parents. I think I think the house was $478,000. So 3% of that we borrowed. We paid her back every penny. And then we fixed it up on our own too. So we finished the basement and then we had a roommate for a while, but then Airbnb came in the scene back in the day and we welcomed strangers from Chile. I'll never forget putting a lockbox in the doorknob and they checked in and I had a lot of hotel restaurant experience. So I just put all those operations to work. And it, we cash flowed living in New York City. We not only paid our mortgage, but and we had a cleaner, but we also made money, and we were we were hooked. And and then we just learned DIY on YouTube. And my husband's an architect, so he understands construction. And that's really it. But that's how we got started, and it's addicting. So YouTube's my best friend. It is a good place. Can you imagine life prior to that? You know, like read books and follow directions i don't even know we're we're on our fourth house that we own and in any t- i don't hire people if i don't have to like i'll fix my air conditioner i'll do everything you know um it's uh how, how noble of you yeah actually john let's have the therapy session what sarah just said yeah i also actually uh, hate we, diy we, anymore no actually i want to say this to all the listeners out there this is something that we're Sarah and I becoming passionate about because we do see like the $60 coffee table or, oh, I'm going to paint the house myself or this, that, and the other. But we just want to encourage everybody to like really think about your time and what your time is valued at. And there are certain times like, you know, you do have to dig in and just do it. But I think sometimes we get so lost in that, that we don't start to analyze our time and where could our time be best served? 100%. And could, could we be whatever we're working on? maybe working on that next real estate deal instead of, you know, painting or DIY or just sitting back and really thinking about our long-term goals. And I, Sarah and I, we're talking to ourselves right now. Every too. day. But um, I really, sometimes we do that math. That has been something that has really helped us in um, the most recent time is like really starting to see what we're not good at and how can we bring people on that are going to crush it and get us you know, get the result for us so much faster in whatever that may be. Um, because I, we talk to a lot of our students, we have a membership and a lot of them, we have parents that like, if you can do it, you do it yourself. 
whatever that may be from pay, like my dad is 86 and will not, it's, he will hire maybe an HVAC person. He still does all of the landscaping. My mom does all the clean, but like, I think a lot of us have that leftover from our childhoods of like, well, if I can do it, I'm not going to pay somebody to do it, even though we could maybe be spending time doing a something, just maybe a hobby that really brings us a lot of joy or spending time on a um, financial endeavor that could get us to our long-term. And what's those things faster. bring you joy? Exactly. Right. Like if, if you yeah. get to do those things, John, you don't have to do those things. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing. That's the goal. Well, right? I like, I like some of it, you know, yeah. some of it, I just get tied, you know, stuck in doing. Yeah, but that's um, that's where you have to check yourself. So just yeah, check well, I mean, every now and then. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Casago. And we- John, you mean Casago. No, I meant Casago. John, that's not how you say it. You gotta get our sponsor's name right, man. Anyway, as I was saying before I got cut off, this episode is brought to you by Casago. And if you haven't heard of them, then here's the deal. Casago helps bring the biggest tech and strategy to the local operators so they can take on the big players. Casago's franchise model really does streamline the operations of the local and traditional vacation rental management company, making them the local heroes with a global presence. And the industry changing as much as it has, Casago's not only bringing these high-powered tools to the local operators, but they're also creating something even more powerful by making sure everyone is in the community and constantly learning from different markets and operators. We tell you this because they've joined us to get this exclusive offer just for checking them out a little bit more. Go to casago.com forward slash no BS. That is C-A-S-A-G-O dot C-O-M forward slash N-O-B-S to book your discovery call. What's included, you ask? A review of your business operation expenses to identify where you can save money, information on how to partner with Casago or Casago to scale your company, and a free $100 Amazon gift card for attending their one-hour discovery call. Now let's get back to the pod. So it's Casago. No, no, it's for sure Casago. You have no idea what you're talking about. It's Casago. No, dude, you're wrong. You're on. Whatever. Let's get back to the business. To be to be fair, on the other side of things, if I if I look at my bank statement and my bank accounts, like life is pretty good. Like I'm not throwing a bunch of like a bunch of money on, at things that you know. Only shit, I could do that for sixty bucks, as opposed to paying someone five hundred dollars to do the same damn thing. You know. So yeah. and you'd say it's a you know six and one half dozen another. What makes sense for you? And and I agree. If you enjoy it, and it doesn't isn't a time suck. But a time sucks a big thing. Well, and I will say it since this is short-term rental podcast, we find a lot of our, again, a lot of our community, they're not taking, they're not keeping track of their time that right. they're spending, um, whether it's guest communications or turnovers. And so we like we have um we have them do a spreadsheet where it's like every time like they're leaving out the time they're spending because we're like yes maybe you know you hear this very you hear this all the time on social media oh it's 3x what a long-term rental is it's 4x and it's like okay but never you're making four dollars an hour right so. like what time are you spending right. do you have a full team so they they just we call it the it's highlight three. reel it's yeah. three x yeah but you're putting three x the amount of work in too right it, yeah. it, so that's what sarah and i offer to our listeners and hopefully your listeners like no bs like this is a lot of work and so if you actually, you know, take the time that, and we want hosts that are putting the time in because the industry needs that. This is not, we get very angry at the passive, massive, passive income, like sitting on the beach. Cause we're like, just yesterday there was a, 
someone that like they were freaking out about their Wi-Fi because they, they have like the whole house needs to work from home and has very important meetings today. And like that was like, there was a lot of back and forth. And, like we got a sense. Of, it was like I was like, how is someone just not, you know, I, I know there's ways to take care of it, but like you have to communicate back and forth. And that takes out of time. Like we were going to dinner during that, you know, um, so that that's the thing is that. Overall, just everyone pay attention to the time that you're spending and making sure the short term. Because when you understand your time, you can then look at your PL, you can look at your time pie, and you can you can move things around so that you can spend you can spend your time doing what you get to do, not what you have to do. Or lying to yourself that you're in a profitable business when, you know, one month of COVID and you're shut down because you weren't willing to look at your life and your business with you know, with, with an actual like understanding of how it is and not trying to live this Instagram lifestyle of, oh my God, I have a short-term rental. So now I can go retire on the beach because it is one of the, the most active investments. And even when you hire a PM or something like that, you still have to be the CEO of your business. And so right. we just encourage people to just be real about it. Be honest. You will get to the point where you can hire a general manager or something like that. So you can step away more and do some projects, but we also say it's part-time, but all the time. It is part-time, but all the time. Because when something happens, something happens. And there's no like, oh, out of office, check me after the weekend. Like, you know, it's like, no, they need you. Oh. Like, so that's the part-time, but all the time. And like, there are days, trust us, like, you're just like, wait, this is smooth sailing. Like, are people there? Do, are they like, <laughs> did they even, you know, are they, they must've checked in and then went somewhere else. But then you have those days that like, you have to be on and make sure that those issues are taken care of. So we love to say, it's part-time, but all the time in a well, loving, in a loving way. Part-time means 20 hours a week, like mm -hmm. legit 20 hours. And that's probably per rental, right? Like at, at the end of the day. And I don't think, I, I'm glad that you guys make that clear because there are a lot of people that don't understand that part of it. That And it's not like, oh, you know, you know, you think part-time work and you think it's fluff. No, it's just engaging part-time. Like, mm -hmm. yes, very much so, you know hands-on part-time like this is very uh, your hospitality experience right in the background yeah. probably prepares you in a way that you know a lot of people don't think about it because they think oh it's airbnb and i just got to clean the house and you know and make sure that you know they don't destroy the place and you know in managers right like even having a business mindset to understand that this is a hospitality business not just a you know a, a side hustle Right. And even if it is your business that you are dealing with a business at the core of your business is people and their experience and what goes into that and all that bullshit, because it's a lot. And we'll, we'll say the unsexy part. It's like, yeah, the people, their experience. And I'm sorry, their safety, their lives. And so we and I don't know, like, I'm surprised, honestly, like when people started listening to our podcast, we saw like listenership um, climb. We were pleasantly surprised because honestly, we like talking about all the stuff that like no one else wants to talk about because it's not sexy, but people's people are coming to homes that they are not familiar with. And so slips, trips, falls, fires. I mean, all those things are very real. And so if you're just putting your whole business on the back of your cleaning team and like you're like going to go on the beach and like brag about it, I just I fear for the future of the industry because I mean, the houses need love, the people need love, you need love. And like, it's going to come piling up on top of you if you don't stay on top of it and have good systems in place. So we can obviously tell we're very passionate about this, uh, but um, I don't know how we got in that time. I have but. a question for you. So between the, you know, each of you, how many short-term rentals are you actively managing still to this day? We have right now 36. 
collectively or are you separate? Are you guys collectively? Okay, it's thirty six units, and so that obviously is a, a lot of your time. Um, but you're also like what I love about about following you and listening. Like you guys, like in the past year and a half, you went from running a podcast to fully on Insta. Like your marketing is like you got like a camera person following you around and like I'm like holy shit they're like professional like like shots and like reels and I'm like I can't we can't compete with this I have no idea what like what we're doing and we're you know we're learning on the fly but like what made you go like I'm sure both are are very are profitable right you're doing well in in both like like is there one that you prefer more and or is there one that you're putting more effort into and I don't want to and I don't want to like downplay the other one um but like, like, how does that working for you? Because there's a lot of time and effort going into things for visiting. So one thing I will say is that, first of all, there are two of us. We say this every day. Like, we don't know how like solopreneurs do it at all. Um, we, that like blows our mind. We don't get that. But um, what I will tell you, you said like a year and a half ago, at the beginning of this year, Sarah and I, um, we made a commitment that we wanted to get louder this year that this industry needs our voice. They need the voices of operations. They need the voice of safety. They need um, female voices also. So we just made a commitment to ourselves on the thanks for visiting side that we needed to get um, quote unquote a lot louder, which, you know, just means, hey, we need to be showing up more places um, more frequently. So that's just, that's our mission there is to uplevel this entire industry. So that's where that kind of in tandem goes um, hand in hand. And so, and we do like our listeners, like the more listeners we get, the more followers we get, the more people that are in our um, paid community, it's just like fuel to our fire for us to show up um, even more and more. Mm -hmm. And we want to like the management side, like we actually want to own all of those properties. Yeah. So we're in the process of trying to flip that of like, how can we earn, earn as much cash as possible to then in turn um, own, you know, increase our, our own portfolio. So that's also why we're like, Hey, we really want to work hard on this because we can cash flow this to buy more properties. So that's also our own internal fire burning. So we can um, buy, you know, Sarah and I can have a whole thanks for visiting like portfolio together. Of your 36 that you're managing right now, how many are, are you, or do you own outright? Seven. Mm-hmm. It's, it's better than zero. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's awesome. And it's, thank you. And like, as we know, like the past two years have been really tough time to buy real estate. Um, people have done it. And now we've got some people who bought last year and with last year's numbers. And it's like, they're like, okay, the numbers are a little tight. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of short-term rentals coming in the market. So I don't like to say it's saturated because I I know the cream rises to the top, but it, the the cream has to work extra hard to like how their numbers continue to work. So we're also not in the obviously you can tell like we don't really we don't need to like share vanity numbers either of like it wasn't a great time to buy <laughs> and we're not going to buy a property when it's not and the numbers don't work and unless you're in a vacation rental market we buy a property where the numbers work long term so that it's just all gravy when it's a short-term mm-hmm. operated property. And we we met with a someone that we're potentially hopefully going to invest with last night. And we were like, look, we might not buy something for another year. You know, like we, we want to make sure that it's right for, for everyone. Because we're building this asset too. Starting a business is right. an asset, right? Your yep. podcast absolutely is an asset. 
you know, my husband and I run an architecture firm. That's an asset. Like anything that you could start and that you can control and that is a service of some sort, whether it's education, edutainment, whatever it is, right. um, handyman services, cleaning services, like that is something that you can sell, mm-hmm. you know, managing other people's properties. You can sell those contracts. That is absolutely wealth building there as well. So to be diversified is something that's also really important to us. Have you spent hours determining what rate you should charge at your short-term rental property? Of course you have. This is a huge part of the vacation rental business, and it can be tricky knowing if your place is on par with other properties in the area. But now you don't have to wonder, you don't have to worry. And that's because it's so much easier pricing out your properties with Beyond Pricing. Here's how it works. Beyond uses a dynamic pricing tool along with in-depth market research to make sure your property gets valued exactly how it should be. They take dozens of factors into account, including your property's location, other rental rates in the area, any amenities on your property, nearby attractions, all of the things that most of us just wouldn't think about when pricing our own properties. That way you don't miss out on profits and your guests feel confident in the rate that they're paying. So they come back again and again and again. That's a win-win and it gets even better. Beyond's platform is easy to use so you can save time and think about other areas of your business or enjoy your free time a little more now that you won't be stressing out about the rate you're charging. There's a reason why hundreds of single and multi-property owners trust Beyond's platform to determine what they should charge their guests. Beyond is dedicated to the short-term rental community. It's where their business was born and it's where they intend to stay. Don't wait, get the profits you deserve. Go to gobeyondpricing.com forward slash no dash BS for a free portfolio assessment and a $30 credit when you sign up. That's G-O dot B-E-Y-O-N-D-P-R-I-C-I-N-G forward slash N-O dash B-S. Thanks for listening. And now let's get back to the episode. I mean, that's that's the reason we came, you know, we got into this space just because we wanted to have conversations. We wanted to learn more. We wanted yeah. to go ahead and expand our knowledge. You know, we were doing this anyways. Uh, we were bullshitting about, you know, talking no bullshit while bullshitting about, you know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, about the space and, you know, and the interesting things and the politics and, and then how it's all comes together. And, you know, especially co- both coming from the vendor side, you know, and, and Mateo has now had some, you know, property management experience at some operator side as well, but it's been, it's been really interesting. And, you know, we came in not because we want to run, we want to have a podcast and we want it to be profitable. We didn't give a shit about that. It's turning into be pretty cool. Um, yeah. and, you know, and, and really exciting. And we have some really cool things coming out. Like we're super excited about over the, over the holidays this year, but Talk to me or talk to us about, let, let's, let's focus on the podcast now, not necessarily the, uh, the, the short-term rental side of things for you all. Like, when mm-hmm. did you know that this is, this is, this is fucking cool? Like, like, when did you go like, holy shit, like we're on to something here? I don't know if we can pinpoint it. Yeah. I'm being honest, it wasn't like all of a sudden we we're like, okay, it's about to be amazing. We, the consistency just paid off. You know, it, people, you that word is like sometimes annoying because they're like, oh my God, like the word, just be consistent. But honestly, magic happens when you are because it was like, I don't even know. Like, I think, um, you know what? We had one guest on and I'm going to say we had Chip Conley on. If you do not know who he is, please look him up. He was a hotelier for years and years. He was actually a, an intern, like an elder intern at Airbnb. Um, Brian Chesky sought him out when we had him on the show and we weren't even like, you know, trying to have like bigger names on the, I mean, we'd love to, but um, when we had him on the show. We were like, wait, like that was a really good episode. And this guy, like he shared his time with us. 
And we were like, that's like that, that I'm glad that everyone shares their time with that is amazing. Yes. We also, for the podcast too, yes, we wanted to share. We wanted to not only share our knowledge, but we, what we know is like our own little bubble. And so if we can get other people like you got and bring other people on, then my gosh, you learn so much. But we also knew that, okay, once we got the podcast, we had about, I mean, maybe like 80, 90, 100 episodes in. We're like, okay, we got to diversify a little bit here. So now that, that we're nailing that and we have a system there, then we started an online course. Um, it started with how, how to stage short-term rentals because we found a mm-hmm. lot of our stager friends were like just decorating and like not getting it guest ready. And so we wanted to show them, guys, you're leaving so much money on the table. So we started that course and we saw how we could play the, our listeners into learning from us in that regard. And that was a really Go lovely marriage. And then, then we're like, oh my gosh, now we just need more leads. And this, you learn about advertising. And then we started Reels last November and that was fun. And so it's just like, we you, always be reinventing your brand, I guess. And, but not to the point where you're like, doing it too often and and not staying focused when, when we um the other turning point is when we started getting emails of people like telling us specifically like you know things they had learned from our podcast and implemented yeah. we were like oh because awesome. you don't know if people are listening <laughs> no, right. i mean you do you can look at your analytics but like right. Just because it's downloaded doesn't mean they're, you know, they're, they're really, are they really yeah, listening? Yeah. Are they so really actually, listening? and I learned a way to look at that last week at Podcast Movement. So anyways, but. Um, well, you'll have, you'll have to share it. I'll share that after. So we'll, we'll go into that. But that, when we started to get those emails of like, we listened to your show and, and this is what I did, or we bought my first property, we had our first guest and we were making this much, like that stuff. And actually, I'd say last week when we were at Podcast Movement, we actually went to dinner with like six of our listeners who are now in our paid membership and they, I will get teary eyed. Yeah. They told us like exactly what they were doing. Like when our podcast and like one girl's like, I was washing dishes. You talked about a direct booking site. I stayed up till 3am creating my own direct booking site that night. And 26% of her, of her bookings have come from her direct booking site that right. she got that little light bulb moment from our show. Another woman was, she told us she was like on a riding lawnmower, Drink like a beer. beer afterward. And she was like, we were talking about short and she like went and bought a lake house like with her husband. And like, I, we had another person that was a teacher. She's taught for 19 years. She just quit her job to become, she's a full-time co-host property manager and owns her own property. Like we were sitting there, like it was kind of a very like surreal, surreal moment. Yes, yeah. Because we were like, yeah. wait, these aren't there. Like they're making life decisions <laughs> off of like, you don't take that light. Right. You know, right. and it's, and it's not just us. It's our guests, right? Yes. 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 Time with yes. Us, and they open their hearts and brains, you know, on our show. And we, you know, how can you ask for anything more other than people's time, which they can't, we can't replenish that, right? No. Yeah. I think we answered your question, but. Yeah. Uh, no, in a roundabout way. But, uh, but I'll also, we'll be honest with this because I don't think there's enough honesty about this too. We did not take any paid advertisement at all until 2022, this, this year. Mm-hmm. We took one uh, $100 ad, like when we first, it was like we piggybacked off of Sarah's like, um, Instagram account that had uh, has a lot of followers her her and her husband we like take it. but it was literally it was one hundred dollars we run it when I, and I, I will say like that was one of those like we help I don't want to say we held out but we wanted our listeners to know like trust us and know that when we did have any sort of sponsors on our show it was a product that we believed you, in you know, like a brand that we knew um we have we, we weren't just having like one-off things on our show so I will say that was um I was 150 episodes before we saw anything that way. So I do want to be very honest and clear on that, that we did not do this for the, you know, 
Like we didn't go into it thinking, oh, we're going to have like um, monetize our podcast. For for us, you know, a little bit different. We, you know, we're obviously both vendors in the space. We both work in the short-term rental space. And so this is, you know, 100% a, a side gig for us. And uh, to to just, not to justify, because we would have done it anyways, um, but we had opportunities, people wanting to go ahead and work with us. We're like, eh, why not? You know, and the nice thing is we know all these brands. Uh, so we're able to go ahead and, you know, we can vet, you know, obviously through your, you've joined, jumped over to the HFM family as well. Um, correct? Am I correct? No. Oh, no. We are indie podcast. Like, I don't know what HFM is. Okay. Yeah. No, we're, no, we're yeah. Yeah. I, I, no. And we love, we love, no, we, we love that network. Um, we're not saying that we won't be a part of it. We are just independent at this point in time. I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. We're probably, no, no we're on, we are most definitely probably on the site though, because we are very dear friends with Will and love what he's doing. So, yeah. But what, what I was saying is the fact that uh, before I put my foot in my mouth, um, <laughs> yeah, bye, bye. And you mean take your foot out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. Is that okay. we're we're in a position where where we could go ahead and and there's some brands that we were were totally cool to work with, and it, it kind of just it, it makes it easier to go ahead and where we're spending a little bit of time doing this, which which is the highlight of our week. Like we yeah. love like this right now is the highlight. Well, I'm on vacation, but most weeks it's the highlight of my week. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but you love doing it, yeah. and that and, and you've showed up. You know. 69 times now <laughs> and that's a lot especially when it is a side hustle to show up when yeah. it is a passion that can absolutely be profitable but i mean i think that shows just how passionate you are about this topic about the people you invite on the show about everyone listening i mean that's all good how, how well, sorry Teo, go. no i was gonna i have a question so in this space and and speaking of that one of the things that's important to john and i is authenticity right like we we talk no bullshit you know, when we look at sponsorships and we look at other things, you know, we want to make sure that it's representative of who and what our brand wants to be to the culture. You guys do so much and you do it with so much energy and you do, you know, and you bring so many things to the table. It's just a real question to me is like, how do you keep the authenticity and the energy of like who you guys are, what you're bringing to your brand and not become that, hey, make six figures on your cell phone doing Airbnb. We got the tool. Uh, um, So we'll be honest with you. We that has been a huge, huge struggle. And we have had to I'm going to say it like. You, we have had to um, change up our messaging a little bit to be more clickbaity. So we used to always say short-term rental, short-term rental, SDR, SDR. We had to change some things up to say Airbnb because people just don't know what short-term rentals are. And admittedly, when I started too, I just called them Airbnbs. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. So we've had to do some things that like, we have to like welcome people in where they're at, which might be, hey, I want to ha- start an Airbnb. And it's like, well, you're not starting an Airbnb. You're starting a short-term rental, but we have to meet them where they are. So that mm-hmm. might not, that might not be as authentic, but we are authentically learning who who we want our customer, our community, our listener to be and meeting them where they're at. And sometimes maybe it is like, you know, we we actually have a lot of, we've hired coaches for our own business and they like want us, they're like, you need to lead with numbers. Like, can you guarantee someone's going to make X amount? And we have been like very much like, no, no. So we actually know that we could, we'll be honest with you. We know that we could grow faster if mm-hmm. we would make some claims like that. And we just can't. We, we, are, have, we yeah. are working every day. Like, you know, we do have people who have said, 
you know, they, they joined our membership a year ago and they grew their revenue by 148% after learning a few things, a few tweaks their businesses. That is true. Like that is true. Right. We can help you make more money. But some people want to get in this business to offset their vacation rental and just not have a payment on it. That's right. amazing. Some yeah. people want to, this to be their full-time job. Like that's amazing. Like mm -hmm. if we blanket the reason why people get into it, that's where it sucks, right? Because then if you feel like you don't fit in, it's like if you do it your way, but you're not doing it the person on Instagram's way, then you're failing. And that mm -hmm. couldn't be further from the truth. So how do I stay authentic? I mean, at the very core of it, we've showed up for now for almost 200 episodes because we're obsessed with like, with letting people know that they can do it their own way. Mm -hmm. And we're obsessed with our own properties and our guests. And if we can create this ecosystem of everyone else being awesome hosts, we don't stand as competitors. It's like, guys, we can keep this industry really healthy and trusted. But when I, ha I mean, in the past week, I've heard people say, I can't stay in the Airbnb anymore because I never know what I'm going to get. Instead of quitting, I'm like, no, we, Nutty, we just have to do more episodes. <laughs> right. we, just have, we just have to like, yeah. And the work will never be done. But we love talking about it. You know what I mean? And we love moving the needle a little bit and maybe like getting into some people's, you know, the feathers a little bit and being like, listen, I love that you're making 3X and that you're on this beach, but I would love to see your PNL. Yeah. Throw it to me. And we, I don't believe you. Yeah. We're like, we were at it. We were in a bit last week and Dallas was short term rental. We were like, look, two things. We were like, well, this was our message of like, show up at your city council meetings. That's where Sarah and I met. It's important. Show up. Don't just show up to the, the, the cocktail hour meetups. Show right. up to the the ones that matter, and dang it, leave more than one one roll of paper towels and one <laughs> one trash bag. That's my new mission. Like help people out. Like we don't we don't talk. We don't we want to be honest about this. You know the non sexy stuff. You know yeah. it's not about just showing up. Problems are going to follow. Yeah, is they keep people first. And also to vendors, if you've got vendors listening, it's like you matter. You know crazy amounts to this industry too. Like if you can show up and care about what you do. Like the other day, I'm at, we're training a new inspector and in our and our team. And Annette told me that our head cleaner was like showing her how to make the bed, and like they were stuffing a duvet or whatever. And the inspector goes like, "Oh my god, I don't know how you make beds all day." And what did she say? Oh yeah, the turnover. You know, she's she's amazing. She was like, "You just have to love it. You have to love it." Right. Like she literally is like, "You have to love what you do." And there was a, there was an age difference too, but there was this like beautiful like moment of like she truly like oh well you just have to love it like and it was like you have to decide to yeah love she it. was like, like you're and that's what I was saying like well you just decide to love it and then you love it and she like went you know went on making that I was like that's so true she just made the decision like I'm all in on what I'm doing and I'm gonna love it yeah. so yeah it's awesome you talk about. You talk about things, you know, where like, like no bullshit a lot and you want to be clear and you want to be, um, you know, concise with your audience and you don't want to go ahead and paint a picture that is not true. You want to be set truthful things out on, uh, staying on that front. Like what, looking back at your almost 200, how many episodes now yet? We have 189. Amazing. Amazing. You guys <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. outstanding. Yep. Yeah. Oh. With that said, like if you could take something back, a direction you turned, a, a, an interview you had, you're like, man, I wish I hadn't have done that. Like, or wish we should have gone this direction. Like, we really fucked up here. Like, what is it like, like looking back, back with retrospect, would you do differently? I would probably keep the um, record button on after the episode is over. There is some really amazing gold that happens after we press stop mm -hmm. on accident because maybe it was something that didn't know if the guest was going to be comfortable talking about on the air. So I would have kept the um, 
kept the record button rolling um, a lot longer to get some of that. Um, we maybe robbed our audience a little bit of some of the gems that have happened um, afterwards, but something taken back. I, and I don't think I take it back, but, and I know this is a little cliche, but it, again, like I, I mean this is that you are absolutely qualified to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. If you're coming at it with, um, with your, if you're humble and if you know that you have a lot to learn. So, I, I mean, I think, if, you know, we would say, well, I'm only managing this many properties. I've only been doing it for, you know, this long, or um, there's so many other ways to do it. I don't have, whatever it is like that imposter syndrome, had we believed in ourselves the first, you know, I mean, we did enough obviously to show up, but my gosh, like our confidence now, and nothing's really changed other than we just decided to be confident. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, I mean, so yeah. maybe just knowing that whatever I think we can up, feel that. We yeah, feel it just do like show up unapologetically, but that, but also be really humble. You do not know it all. You know what I mean? And that's okay. That's actually amazing. Yeah. Some of my favorite podcast hosts um, started their podcast to learn and they wanted to learn on the air. And now they're like ridiculous, amazing, successful people because they had the, I don't know what that word is I'm looking for, but they were able to learn and, and be humble in front of everybody. And that's really tough. Yeah. And so if you can do that and I'm like, I didn't know that. Or like, there's more than one way to do this. Like, obviously you want to be a leader in our space. And we want to be the go-to for education, but I'm, I'll be the go-to girl. I'll point you in that direction. Cause that person can answer your question a lot better than I can. And I know enough to, to do that. And we just, we, we just started, um, an ask us anything episode once a week too. So we're doing two episodes a week and we are so excited because like we're answering questions live and we're getting emails back of like, hey, ladies, I think you're wrong about that. And we're like, yes, bring this on. We want people <laughs> say, because like we're, they're like, no, you said this about this remote lock. That's not true. And we're like, oh, well, let's like, please, like we want, we cut, we, we're loving that of like other, other hosts, you know, giving us like some of that feedback of like, no, this is actually this, or maybe it's something about, you know, any amenity or lending or anything like that. It's really great to have that back and forth with, um, with the listener and then, you know, them schooling us, which we're, we're ready for that. Yeah. Here for it. Speaking of schooling us as veterans in the podcast space, mm. what, uh, what, what should Mateo and I be doing differently? Mm. Help us out. You're on YouTube, right? Yes. Okay, barely. Good, barely. good for you. We, 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 we record it, but just push it there. Okay. Are you getting email addresses? <laughs> um, Your listeners. Yeah. Okay, okay. There you go. There's one for you. That's um, building. This is a misstep too. Like really building. Um, not sure how you're building that the community that of your listeners. Figure out a way to rally them behind the scenes, whether it's a private Facebook group, maybe do a subscription model, something um, for those loyal listeners find a way to, to connect them closer to you. And that's one of those things that, that um, I, I don't know how, you know, I would work on that stat because that's so important to the industry too. And, yeah, so. and your loyal listeners want to, they're like, they want more from you. I mean, obviously like thoughtful, but I would also say if you're, you sh um, transcriptions, that's something that I would do um, for accessibility purposes. Um, we're we working on that. We just ha we just haven't yeah. done yet. Yeah, I think, and we can we can we can parallel this to short term rentals. A lot, you know, a lot of short term rentals aren't accessible, and it's not just for let's say wheelchairs. There's levels of accessibility, and so I think in the podcasting world, we all need to be more aware of accessibility. And some people, you know, obviously they need to read or like to read and it needs to be there, but it's great for SEO. Also. I would say there's, there's with, with that, with caring for people, like I said, people before profits, and you're going to be like, 
you're going to be well taken care of in your life. But if you, yeah, you do the transcripts and you put on your site, that's SEO, you're more searchable. You can get more email addresses. You can up your sponsorship because now you don't just have like listenership, but you have an email list to boot and a great YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Like it's just mm -hmm. this same as short-term rentals. If you fill out the accessibility forms on the OTAs, they will serve up your listing to more people. So it's again, you put people first and you're going to be fine. Awesome. I, like, I love that. I love the putting people first. And it actually, that actually brings me back to another question I, I had, you know, just kind of listening to everything that you're doing and, you know, respect to what you're doing and bringing the industry up. And, you know, we like to separate and kind of fracture in this industry, you know, whether you're talking about hosts or you're talking about, you know, the side hustlers or professional managers. And, you know, we, we put these people in these categories and not understanding that we're all really in this thing together. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, kudos to you for, you know, working with people at all levels to figure this shit out because it's not easy, right? Like mm -hmm. you, you don't know this is a business. And if you don't approach it with a business mindset and a smart business mindset, right? Not everybody has business acumen or business education to be able to come in and understand that success, you know, you can get to the point where you're on the beach chilling and looking at your stuff on a laptop, but you also have to have a well-oiled machine behind you Absolutely. that is running and checking all the boxes, talking to the guests and doing all of these things. That's the you know, the Instagram, you know, you know, myth, right. Of what goes on. You just see the flash. You don't see the journey to the mountaintop. And I think I, I love what you guys are doing in that space is you're really getting people prepared for that journey to make sure that their end state and that end goal that they really want to get to can be achieved. Cause yeah, you can take your ass to the beach, but you're going to be on that cell phone. You're going to be on that laptop <laughs> talking to people. You're going to have to be muting and running to the bathroom and running to these other places. Which is, Sorry. Which so is awesome. Like we wouldn't have it any other way. Like well, that's fine. And I, you know, she pointed us out because I took this tip and I didn't like, it didn't, it's good. So yeah. last week I got invited to, we were at podcast movement in Dallas. There's also a big um, real estate event there. We have a friend who had some tickets available that I can go and Guess who was speaking? Tony Robbins. And I never seen him in person. I was like, well, this is cool. And so I got to see Tony, but he said something that's like, he kind of spoke this whole like beach mindset. He's like, yeah, like he had a friend who became, like a, you know, sold his business, became multi, I think he said billionaire. And the friend was like, peace and out. And like going to sit on the beach and literally doesn't have to be in his phone or computer. Like he's quote unquote living the dream. He was calling Tony and being like, hey, dude, we should come over. You should hang out. And Tony's like, no, nah, dude, I'm like, I'm working. I love what I do. <laughs> Tony Robbins, you know, who like helps like presidents and crazy people. You know, he's work because he loves what he does. And does he take breaks? Yeah. Absolutely. And is he always reinventing himself and doing? Yes, because, but he loves what he does and he's he's finding purpose with his life. And so I invite people to know that too. Like, yes, lay in the beach. But I mean, I don't know if I would aspire to do that all the time because then like, I don't know, like we're here. I think we're here to help people. And if we can help people and also, you know, get some prosperity for our families, then that's amazing. So- I yeah. think that's great. And one of the things I want to get to and ask you the questions about, like, how do you prepare them for the regulatory fight? Because I see what you're doing in terms of preparing them as professionals. And I think it's great that y'all met at a city council meeting, but like, that's when the, the fracturing doesn't benefit us because that's when we're all in the same boat legitimately is when we're fighting for our existence. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's when you have to really separate yourself between the Six, six figures off your cell phone. I can show you how to do it yeah. in seminar versus yeah. these are the things that make you a pro in this business, whether you are a part-time host, whatever your classification or, or, or naming has been, 
what are your actions? How are you acting? Like what, you know, are, how do you, how are you perceived in your neighborhood and your local area? Like, you know, what is your relationship within this space? Not just within the business that you work within the community in which you work and within the industry in which you work. And so talk to me a little bit about how you, how do you prepare them for all of that? I think we start with ourselves, right? And so we, you have to, if you ever change, you want to see in the world, you like do it, you know, you have to be the first person to start that. Um, so showing up ourselves is step one. And then showing people that you're doing it, like that's the great thing about social media is it's not this like bragging thing. It's like, no, see, I'm here. I am putting my money where my mouth is or I'm putting my actions where, I'm, where, where we, what we tell you to do. We're doing it too. Um, step number one, we love to, there's a lot of great people in this industry who are dedicating their whole business. So I don't know if, if you've talked to people at Rent Responsibly. Have you yeah, we're, we're good yet? friends with them. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's linking what, arms with them. That's what matters. And linking arms with your fellow hosts in your town. Like yeah. that's been like the, the most amazing thing. And being very honest about, you know, we always tell everybody like, be very transparent about what you're doing. Tell your friends, mm -hmm. tell your family, like let them know because then they have, they have that person that they know that's real life tangible to them right. that they can see doing this work. So, and, and treating your whole, the whole community, you know, your neighborhood, your, your network, even your, your turnover, you know, whoever your team is, maintenance, turnover, real estate, anything in that, but like just showing up authentically and letting people know, Hey, these are real human beings behind, um, behind the industry. And showing people important. who do hang out with us online, you know, that taking care of your property and reinvesting in it is a, is, it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. yes, we make three X profits. Okay, cool. So put, you know, a certain percentage of that back into the property or back into, um, you know, whatever fair housing organizations there are, right? Like get back to your community, um, doing things that are, that help people open their mind about how they can get involved and how it can be not just this thing where we, yes, welcome guests to our community. That's great. But how can we actually put our money back into our own ecosystem and make sure that, you know, I, I that's a whole other political conversation on how short-term mm -hmm. rentals are having an effect on our communities. And I think as long as we're aware and we're having those conversations, both the unpopular conversations and the, the conversations with people, you know, with people who are doing good things, I mean, and just staying very realistic about about that too, and that I don't think every house needs to be a short term rental. <laughs> oh yeah, we're 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 super vocal about that. You like, know what I mean? We see a lot. I'm in a place. Yeah, and we see so many like, especially like in our market, it's a bad real estate deal, and so they try to turn it into a short term rental to like save their bad decision. And it's like yeah. no, and it's like, nice. would you have any of your family members stay in this property? That's our that's how I gut check people. I'm like, would you have your mother or sister or anybody in your family go over and would you would you be so excited to have them stay with you? And if the answer is no, you're doing you should it wrong. not be taking money from anybody. Right. Like if you would not have your own family stay in your short-term rental and do it with pride, we need to check ourselves on that. Mm -hmm. Like seriously, like I, I, I just like, you know, people are paying their hard-earned money um, whatever they do, and they're spending it to stay in your, whether it's a staycation, a wedding, a birthday, an anniversary, a pass through town. Um, so that's how I just like, you know, well, check, check yourself on that, everyone. If you're interesting thing to add too, is that, you know, they, they're choosing like a short term rental Airbnb or vacation or whatever you want to call it. They're choosing that over a hotel. And hotels are now obviously you're seeing ads where they're mm -hmm. they're combating the the short term rental movement by saying like really you could say or you could stay in something that is you know that is you know what you're gonna get you know you know that you know 
that experience, that that guest experience is proven. And it's a great point. If your if your mom or your sister or your brother or father wouldn't, you, know, you wouldn't want them to come stay in your property, then you're probably doing it, going about it wrong or for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um. So it's a great I, point. I've said that. I've, I've I've driven by and I'm like, have you put people here locally? I'm like, do you and your wife come here for a date night? Like, you you know, I'm sure you have date night. Like, because we have like so many people members and our membership, like they're like so mad because their place is booked. They're like, I want to stay at my place. Like, it's so right. amazing. And, and it's just like, oh, no, we've never stayed there. We like we would not do that. I encourage I encourage <laughs> every every host or every property manager to to spend night in their own properties. Like if you have 30 units, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, 30, 60, you're going to go if you have the ability to, to go and stay in those mm-hmm. at least once every other year to kind of make sure that, you know, as, as someone that's promoting and doing what you're doing, I mean, it makes total sense. Oh, this bad, like, man, I woke up at this worst kink in my back. I can't <laughs> like, like until you do it and you know what you're, you're promoting to your audience, you don't really, you don't really have a leg to stand on if it's. We call it the, we can also have your truth telling friend. We all have one of those people in our circle who like, they love telling you the truth. <laughs> they love it. And you're like, tell you what, I got this, I got this new rental. I need you to go stay in it. And I need you to take notes for me. I want you to shower. I want you to cook. I want you to have a friend over. I want you to do some work on the internet. You like use the home. And then I want a full report on how it was. Because if we're not willing to, again, look at the reality, then how do you know what to fix? And how do you know if you're right. doing a solid to the rest of the hosts in your community or in, you know, the entire ecosystem of short-term rentals. So yeah, stay in it. Get a friend who will tell you the yeah. honest truth. And like go like and check in at night. Check in when it's, you know, dark outside. Yeah. Like, where do I park? Like where how do like nothing lights up? Like that's the yeah. that's the zinger. You're like, we were actually we we're at a property late last night and I was like, oh, this is so nice. I was walking on the side of the house and there was a motion like light that and I was like oh that's it and Sarah's like you're welcome because I was like oh that is like so like that's those little things because it's there was a it go, you had to go pretty far from the back of the house to the front of the house and it was a like dark path and I was like oh my gosh this is we forget high. that people don't know everyone gets some you know, I, I'm guilty of this like yeah it's a, a smart lock but like some people don't know that you had to press the logo or the check mark or you know what I mean they're going to these places where they're not familiar it's not like a hotel where it's like brightly lit up and there is a human being behind a desk telling you what to do and how to do it you know so yeah and the, nice well that's the, where technology's got to come into play oh yeah okay. automate everything like, automate things like yeah digital guest books on your phone with all the instructions all and the how to and now yeah. you got videos that can show you, like, you can do a video and, like, how to yeah. do the lot and, like, how to but run the lot. I, but you got to care. But I will offer this. Can, when you are traveling, mm. like, you know, we just traveled this weekend. Like, you are driving to the, you, first of all, you're probably, you know, finalizing everything in your house, getting your bag, you know, getting your luggage. You're getting to the airport. You're going through the airport. You're, you're Ubering to the potential spot. You're getting a rental car. Like, by the time you actually get to your destination, you are fried. I mean, for us, it, like we had two flights canceled. We like our day, like we didn't even, we couldn't even like, you know, we didn't know where we were going, what we were doing. So I just think about that when you, when your guest is like a little fresh, you know, when they're like, Hey, I can't get this to work. Like understand. They just didn't like wake up, shower and drive over to your place and like right. check in. They had a lot of other, there was a lot, probably a lot of layers to get to that check-in point. And I think that- So like, making that guest experience when they get there as seamless- Seamless as possible, right. Into is, is key. 
Hate that needs to be a business for us, like John, like, or I think like even the four of us need to like kind of just split up and pull off like some type of like secret guest experience mm. and and go stay those places with checklist thing already. Yeah, yeah, but not like we, not like we could. <laughs> no, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, I would have fun doing it. Yeah, a whole new level. There yeah, we go. So like. You, you get you get that going. We're, we're we're there for it. Yeah. No, listen. No, I think we need to do that. We need to figure out how to do that. And make that like a TV show. Like that Got would it. be dope. So, so send send over the paperwork See, on it. That's why I love. That's why I love you guys because you're such prolific business minds. Like, <laughs> and I and we and I, and I know we got to wrap this up, but I didn't even get to dig into the architectural side of the things. I love how you're just sliding in. Yeah, and we have an architectural agent. You can have us back yeah. on the show. Oh no, I definitely we're definitely at well, you know if you you know, they kind of you know, it's a give and take though, you know, we've never been invited. You know, I I think the the real women of vacation rentals have been invited, but we have not. Um Alex and Annie, they are listen, those ladies know what they're doing. So we will take a page out of their book. I'm just, I just like giving them shit. I love them to death. I know they're yeah, so they're good. good. No. We know we met them in the bathroom at a at a the RMA last year. There you go. We had, our, That's... we had t-shirt. We were putting our t-shirts on that said "Ask me about my podcast," and I think it was yeah. Alex who was like, uh, "What about your podcast? About your so podcast? Start a podcast." So we're yeah. we're actually going to take a little bit of credit for them starting their show. There you go. Like point zero zero one for I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Thank you so much for being on our show. We really, really appreciate it. Um, For the audience here, if you're not listening to thanks for visiting, um, there'll be a link in the website. Go ahead and listen. Uh, Great episodes. Great vibe. Totally love what you guys are doing. You're doing an event in Vegas right before Verma. I see. So, uh, you know, if if you're showing up early to Vegas, uh, you know, sign up, do that. Um, We'll be there. Um, yeah, we'll put a link on there as well. We'll be, shoot, I'm going straight from book direct show straight to there. Um, so it's going to be insane coming up here at the end of August, October. October. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, I started, but you're going to, but you're going to be there. Are we going to be there? Yeah, we'll be there. We got you. So fun. Okay. Yeah, no, we, we're, I'm flying in on Sunday, uh, but we'll be, I'll be in, uh, in Miami leading up to gotcha. Saturday and then we'll fly right. in there. So we'll Great. be there. Yeah, thanks again. We really appreciate it. Thanks for visiting with us. You're very welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having us. <laughs> we really appreciate it. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.